The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Thursday the 23rd of April. In your Squiz today, panic buying sets retail records. A tragic roadside crash kills four police officers in Victoria. Calls for a new international health body and a marketing whiz for our three-minute Squiz. This is your Squiz today. Starting off with the economy again today, Claire, and the retail figures for March are in. All that panic buying of toilet paper, tin tomatoes and pasta set retail records, an 8.2% month-on-month jump in retail sales. We haven't seen a jump in sales like that since the month before the GST came into force when people rushed to the supermarkets to dodge that tax. So it's a fairly phenomenal thing. Also, looking at what's happened uh, in those retail sales while we've spent on those foods that we could put into the pantry, uh, fearing that we wouldn't have some availability or that we just needed them on hand if we went into a severe lockdown. We weren't spending on clothes, footwear or accessories. So the department stores and really anyone in that part of the sector would have done it very tough in March. Also cafes, restaurants and takeaway food outlets suffered and of course many of those were forced to shut in the middle of the month. So it's likely we'll be looking at a different sort of set of numbers entirely in April. That's right. So what analysts expect is that while we've gone out and rushed to buy those items, uh, that there will be that whiplash effect in April as we've sort of normalised it and also that that chill to the economy will start to set in. Don't forget to check out our Squiz Shortcuts podcast episode on the economic impacts we're seeing on the Australian economy due to coronavirus. It's an episode called Recession. You can find that in your podcasting app, but I'll put a link in the episode notes as well. There was a terrible tragedy in Victoria yesterday, Claire. Four police officers were killed in a roadside crash. There was one female and three male constables uh, who died in that tragedy. What's happened is two of the officers pulled over a Porsche uh, to the emergency stopping lane on a freeway in the suburb of Kew in Melbourne. Uh, They have called for assistance after they decided to impound uh, that car. And then as the group were standing Uh, on that side of the road. They've been hit by a large refrigerated truck uh, as it took out that group and the Porsche. The driver of the Porsche is absconded on foot. Uh, The driver of the truck is in hospital under police guard. Victoria's Police Chief Commissioner Graeme Ashton said it was the largest single loss of lives in one incident in the history of Victoria Police. Both Prime Minister Scott Morrison and Victorian Premier Dan Andrews have expressed their sorrow and sympathy for the families of the victims. Back to COVID-19 now and Prime Minister Scott Morrison is talking to other world leaders about creating a new international health body to monitor disease outbreaks. What's the thinking behind the proposal? The thinking is that it took too long for the World Health Organization to get into China to look at exactly what was happening with that disease outbreak. What Scott Morrison and the government are talking about is giving weapons inspection-like powers to either the World Health Organization or another independent public health body. And that's what Scott Morrison has been talking to many world leaders about in the last few days, including US President Donald Trump. Weapons inspection-like powers would remove the current limitation where international officials must be invited in by nations before being allowed to investigate, so it would promote that transparency and information sharing. 
It's been a while since we had an update on the Ruby Princess cruise ship, Claire, the largest source of COVID-19 infections here in Australia. It's been docked off the coast of Port Kembla in New South Wales. It's due to sail out of Australian waters today. You can understand why there's two separate investigations into what happened on the Ruby Princess because more than 600 cases and at least 21 deaths have been linked to that ship. It controversially docked in Sydney a month ago and the ship's doctor yesterday testified before that special commission inquiry saying that she was surprised that passengers were allowed to get off the ship given there were sick people on board. She also conceded that she hadn't updated the ship's health log uh, before those passengers were allowed to get off. Both the police investigation and the special commission inquiry are ongoing. We spoke yesterday about the record lows of oil prices and that for some it's a good time to get a bargain. Australia's Energy Minister Angus Taylor plans to do just that. He's outlined a $94 million plan to increase Australia's fuel reserves. We're signatory to an international agreement that says that we should have a minimum 90 days worth of fuel uh, onshore to protect us from any sort of global disruption. And for quite some time, we've only had about a month's worth of fuel. Problem is, though, we don't have the storage capacity here to hold it. So that oil will be held in the United States uh, and the government will need to look into what it can do to bolster those uh, storage facilities here in Australia. While we're talking about fuel prices, petrol retailers have recorded their highest profits in 10 years. The consumer watchdog has ordered retailers to pass the full price cuts to customers at the Bowsers. In sports news now, not something we get to say that often anymore. <laughs> the NRL is pushing ahead with plans to get the competition re-going. What's the plan looking like? The plan is that the clubs would start training on the 4th of May and that games would restart on the 28th of May. To facilitate that, all of the teams need to come to New South Wales. That includes New Zealand's Warriors, also the three Queensland clubs and the Melbourne Storm. Uh, They'd have to come to New South Wales and base themselves here and that would cut down on the cross-border travel. There's going to be some quarantine issues, of course, for the New Zealand Warriors, they would need to come to Australia and quarantine for 14 days. But the NRL says that they have the agreement of the New South Wales government that they would be able to do that, but still train together before games kicked off on the 28th of May. We'll just have to see how that works out. Good news for league fans, no doubt, who are gagging for some fresh sport. We'll all become league fans if if that's the only sport that gets going. <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> This week's three-minute squiz, Claire, is with marketer Karen Madden. She's been at some of the biggest companies in Australia and has some pretty fascinating insights into the world of marketing. She really does, and Karen is someone that has been a bit of a sounding board for the squiz since we started. She's got a very level head, but probably the thing uh, amongst her experience as well, of course, is that she's got a very good sense of humour. So (laughs) it's always great to catch up with Karen, so I'm glad we could do that for the three-minute squeeze this week. 
She's got a cracking story about an unintentional swear word in a product for kids. It's definitely worth a read. One thing she also drew our attention to is an incredible video compilation that someone put together of ads from huge brands during these unprecedented coronavirus times. It's pretty incredible how much the same they all are, sweeping piano music, mentions of family, sunrises. If you're interested in marketing, there's a link to it in the squiz today. It's well worth a look. What's the subject line today? Subject line today I've gone for is J-Lo's Jenny from the Block. I've taken the lyric, don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. Uh, She and her fiancé, Alex Rodriguez, are looking into buying the New York Mets, the baseball team. As you do. So, you know, when a girl's got all the rocks, why not buy a baseball team, (laughs) I guess? A couple of billion rocks, I'm assuming she'd need for that Uh, one. Good luck to her. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. If you do know anyone who would enjoy the Squiz Today email or podcast, now is a great time to let them know. We're running a little competition. You could win an incredible prize from design store Becker and Minty if you refer people using your unique referral ID. All the details are in your Squiz Today email, so check it out there. The competition is running until the 8th of May. That's all from us. Have a good Thursday, nearly at the end of the week. We will chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP. 